Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast. This is the Point series by China Forum. In this series, we will have one-on-one discussions with top-level officials, diplomats, well-known entrepreneurs, academics, and media experts from both China and abroad to hear their fresh insights on important global issues. Hello and welcome to the Undersport series by China Forum. I'm Xiao Chen. The future pathway of China-U.S. relations has been under the global spotlight as the Biden administration has not yet rolled out its full Chinese strategy. Madam Fu Yin, the chairperson of CISS, warns that the main obstacle of trust building lies in how the two countries could accurately judge each other's strategic intention. On our program today, we will be listening to Madam Fu's speech on East Asia Wise Men's Roundtable in late February. While she discussed the possibilities for U.S. and China to forge mutual trust again, as well as the expectation of East Asian countries on a stable U.S.-China relationship, please stay tuned. The topic for this、uh, session is about China-U.S. competition and cooperation. I was first、uh, surprised that there should be such a topic. But I think the region is、uh, interested in where the U.S.-China relationship is heading. I think because the two countries have、uh, responsibilities for peace and stability in the region. So whether China-U.S. relations can return to normal track is、uh, important, not only for the two countries, for the world in particular. It's important、uh, for this、uh, region. I heard the U.S. President Joe Biden spoke at、uh, Munich, and I heard many speakers、uh, in the Lantern Forum from the U.S. There is very strong emphasis on the U.S. part about strategic competition with China. It's、uh, defined as the future for the 21st century. It's going to be long-term competition. So for the Chinese,、uh, the question is:、uh, What U.S. is competing with China for? Is it for the leadership of the world, like、uh, the Cold War kind of zero-sum competition, or was it、uh, competition for advantages in specific areas? From the Chinese point of view, the two countries need not engage in strategic competition. The word competition adds a, a military, or defensive, and a long-term. Substantive、uh, connotation into it. It sounds like the kind of zero-sum competition. The kind of competition there is only one winner. One has to suppress the other or totally eliminate the other side. This kind of competition did appear in history again and again. And judging from the long course of history, none can survive from this kind of competition as a winner. China U.S. should not repeat the same mistake. That's our view. I remember. The late uh, U.S. Uh, Secretary of State、uh, Shaw's said about trust. He said,、uh, "Trust is the coin of the realm. Everything else is detail." Which I tend to agree. I think、uh, one problem in the China-U.S. relations at the moment is lack of political trust. And as Mr. Shaw's said, that trust is fundamental, reciprocal. If it trust is present. Anything is possible if it is not. Nothing is possible. So for China-U.S. relationship, developing trust is probably a very important、uh, point. And、uh, 
There are lists of things, complaints. I think they can be categorized as details, the specifics. If we have trust, many of them can be handled, can be discussed, can be managed. Some probably need a serious debate in order to find a, a way to coexist. For example, if China and U.S. are going to compete on the technological development, renovation, application, it should be encouraged because that will contribute to the civilization of, of mankind. Chinese President Xi Jinping put uh, it this way in his uh, special address to the World Economic Forum, Davos Agenda. He said it's necessary to advocate fair competition, like competing with each other for excellence in a racing field, not beating each other in a wrestling arena. To build political trust between the two countries, the main obstacle lies in how to accurately judge each other's strategic intentions. My feeling is that uh, there is a fundamental concern on the part of the U.S. that China, this fast-growing China, has the ambition to dominate the world, and therefore it would try to replace American leadership in the world. No matter how hard China tries to explain its intention for peaceful growth, the U.S. would not believe it because the Americans believe that power should dominate the world. And it tends to use this image to conjecture any country that comes close to it. I recently read from Professor Qin Yaqin, which I tend to agree. I think the American concern is uh, not necessary because I don't think there is going to be a hegemonistic power after the U.S. And Professor Qin Yaqin put it this way. He said the era of hegemony is over. And he gave three reasons. One, no single country has the ability to dominate all world affairs. Two, the world affairs has become very diversified and no country can effectively deal with them alone. Three, the international community no longer supports hegemony system and the hegemony power has lost its legitimacy. So over the past few years, we have all witnessed the rising anxiety on the part of the U.S. about China. I think it comes from a deeper sense of insecurity of itself. As the most powerful country in the world, the rise of the United States seems to have stagnated. Whether U.S. has began to decline is a question being discussed in many occasions. I think we may need to leave it to a longer historical perspective. It should be noted that the U.S. share of the world economy has not changed much. At the end of the Cold War in 1992, American GDP accounted for 25.6% of the world's total, and China was 1.68%, less than 2%. In 2019, the U.S. share became 24.5%, down by only 1%. In the same year, China rose to 16.58%, and last year it was about 17%. So... We can see that the United States holds a clear advantage over most countries in the world. Only the gap with China is narrowing. That explains the anxiety as well. The current difficulties the United States is facing is not caused by outside world, not by China at all, but it's the result of its domestic and foreign policy failures. 
which need to be addressed by the Americans themselves. The outside world, including China, hope that the United States would overcome its difficulties, get out of the difficult situation, and then play a positive role in addressing global affairs, global issues. For U.S., it's going to take time, and the United States has a great influence in the world. So when it has difficulties, it may spill over and affect the national situation and the other countries, and we need to be aware of this uh, challenge. For China, U.S., on the Lunar New Year's Eve, President Xi Jinping and President Joe Biden spoke on the phone. They agreed that China-U.S. should improve mutual understanding, avoid misunderstanding and uh, miscalculation, treat each other candidly without engaging in conflict and confrontation, smoothen communication channels, and promote exchanges and cooperations. This has sent a positive signal both to the two countries and to the region and to the world. And uh, to build trust, I think uh, given the sharp differences in the way we look at the same issues, the same problems, I think we can start from easy things, from the things we can agree at the moment, and by actively engaging each other and cultivate good faith. The ancient Chinese philosopher Xunzi said, unless you pile up little steps, you cannot reach the journey of 1,000 li. Unless you pile up tiny streams, you cannot make a river that reach the sea. So there is a general expectation among East Asian countries that China, U.S. avoid confrontation and instead focus on promoting regional peace and development. There is some kind of concern on the part of the U.S. on the rise of the Chinese military and its intentions. I think the two militaries should talk about their concerns at a strategic level and to build uh, mechanisms in order to effectively manage potential crises and better understand each other's intentions and uh, cultivate mutual trust. The Chinese side really hopes that the U.S. would respect the security concerns of China, and the Chinese also need to better understand American security concerns. For the region, there is ample room for China-U.S. cooperation on the issues of common concern, like addressing the Korean nuclear issue, which served the interests of the neighboring countries. And the cooperation on anti-pandemic efforts is also expected from the region. China-U.S. build trust and carry out cooperation are essential to confidence, peace, and development of East Asia in the post-pandemic area as well. Well, that was Madam Fuin sharing her insights on China-U.S. relationship. Thank you for listening.